Hey everybody, welcome to Talkin' Stock. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode number five of this season of Talking Stock. It's February the 28th. I'm here with my co-host Trey. Trey, how you doing? Hey Kyle, I'm doing great uh, down here in Atlanta for work. So love the race so much this weekend. I decided to travel down here. Uh, but no, super excited to talk about one of the best races I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. It was pretty awesome. I don't see any reason to, to step around. I, I'll jump right in with Trey. I think we might have seen the best finish in the history of NASCAR. If you follow our social channel, uh, I said uh, on the account, move over Ricky Craven and move over Kurt Busch. I think we have a best finish to replace you. Trey, I think that's what happened on Sunday. Yeah, I, I think no doubt that this was the best finish by far that we've seen in NASCAR. And there might even be the argument, the best finish in, in motorsports. Um, I think I've seen some, there was an indie race, I think in like Chicagoland years ago that had a really cool ending, but I mean, it it doesn't get much better than three cars separated by 0. 0.007 seconds, I think it was. There might have even been another zero in there. Uh, so it's not going to get closer than that. It's usually not even that close with two cars, let alone three. Um, super exciting. Some ballsy moves uh, by Kyle to even put, put himself in that position. Um, but yeah, super exciting. Yeah, man, it was, you know, it's stuff that gets you out of your seat, no matter if you're at the track of your, your house. I mean, I'm standing, I'm like, oh my God, like you just don't see that sort of thing happen ever. I mean, but the next gen car has, especially at Atlanta been a success. I think there's cautions for sure, but that's going to be the nature of the game when you encourage pack racing the way that the body of this car does. But by and large, there wasn't too many moves that I felt like, I mean, early on with the early wreck, like on like two, you could say, you know, what are we doing? But other than that, I mean, it felt, you know, part of the racing deals and, you know, I mean, dude, your guy got to the end. I mean, it was pretty damn close. I know. I was super excited. Hope I, I knew at the line, I knew at the finish that Kyle was just an inch behind uh, Suarez and Blaney. I actually initially, like I think uh, Clint Boyer had it as Blaney by the, by the naked eye. You know, as it was happening, but then on replay, obviously it was Suarez. But man, was Kyle close! He's had uh two really good cars these first two weeks. I think he finished twelfth at Daytona, but his car was better than that. Just got kind of shuffled late. Um, but man, your guy, no luck. What wrecked in each of the three stages this weekend? <laughs> yeah, uh, we went three for three with that. Definitely a tough scene because the car was good enough until it literally could no longer run. So tough break there. Obviously, they found something, um, according to them, that is going to keep some speed in that car. So when we come back, you know, that should be – there's a second Atlanta race. I'm not losing There's a mind. second Atlanta race, and if I'm not mistaken, it's actually the first race of the playoffs. Oh, boy. So that's going to be super exciting to see guys battling for a chance to move on into the, the round of 12 at Atlanta. Yeah, it's definitely going to be pretty hairy at that point. Trey, our bet with especially Core of the Joy was pretty well into it, especially there at the end. 
Yeah, he was floating around uh, that top 10 pretty much the entire day. I know he got caught up one of the, the later wrecks, and he ended up finishing 13th maybe. Um, just couldn't get himself all the way back. But he's had two good races for a guy that's not typically putting his name uh, at the front of the pack on a week-in and week-out basis. Now, obviously, he's benefited from two super speedways that by and large have been his type of track so we'll see maybe this weekend if that's something that 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 seven team uh can continue on with yeah man and it's always exciting for them because it's nice to see the smaller teams still have a chance because that's a something that isn't always common when we get into the heart of the season and our more traditional style tracks but trey speaking of the super speedways i and i i mentioned this on last week's show that i was really excited for this race and it did this point Obviously, the finish is one thing, but the racing throughout the race, the racing on this super speedway comparatively to Daytona and Talladega is different. There is just more movement. There's more ability to pass, it seems like. I'm not sure if that's just because the track is smaller and then there's less room for air. I, I really don't know, but it seems more racy throughout the entire event. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, at least in my mind, there's no question that this is the best super speedway and this is the best track that we race on throughout the entire year. I mean, this is exciting stuff, four wide. And it wasn't just a quick four wide. It was four wide, two or three rows deep. Yeah. You know, and consistently getting through turns because we saw early that that, you know, middle to high line in the corners just had no grip and nobody cared. They were four wide and they were holding them straight. That was really awesome to see. Um, I mean, I think obviously this, this race will get remembered for its ending. But overall, this is a top race that I've seen in a long, long time uh, uh, through NASCAR. I, I don't disagree with you at all. I think it is very much a modern classic in a race that's going to get replayed over and over again. And it should be because this is how you sell tickets. This is how you get fans in the stands. And if you're if you're in the Atlanta area, obviously, we're, we're a little more northern. So it's a little more difficult to get down there with the exception uh, of you being down there right now, Trey. Um I'd recommend going because it, it's a hell of a track and a hell of a weekend wrapped up in Atlanta. But Trey, I think it's a good time to hand it over to you for our qualifying lap on Las Vegas. Yes. Heading out to Las Vegas this weekend, uh track that's been on the NASCAR tour since 1998. I think the track dates back a lot longer than that to like the 1970s when it first opened, but didn't have much success until uh NASCAR came into the pic- picture there in the late 90s. Uh, speaking of success, Ford has had the most success at this track um, with the most wins, but Hendrick Motorsports has had the most team wins. Uh, and I think in the last seven years, while Ford has definitely been since 98 the best team, Chevrolet has been the best team. They've won five of the last seven races out there, mainly through that Hendrick dominance. Um, and we have two uh active drivers that have won twice at this track so not a track that usually breeds uh repeat winners which is kind of cool to see so you never know what you're going to get out here and those two are joey logano and brad keselowski thanks trey i think that's gonna really set up set us up here for a good race but man i think you kind of pointed at it with those trends that are recent i think it's going to be a hendrick car this sunday um and we've already had one Hendrick winner they've been sniffing around it's been all Chevrolet in 2024 
But Trey, should we expect a Ford or a Hendrick on Sunday? Yeah, I think one, I think Chevy has swept both weekends um, this year, and that's the truck Xfinity and Cup Series. That Chevy has won all, all six races. Uh, I think that's the first time ever. So I think I'm going to stick with the Chevy, but mainly with the Hendrick team. They've been really solid week in and week out. All, all four of those cars really have shown a lot of speed and shown a lot of competitiveness. Yeah, obviously last year in 2023, when we were here last March, Willie B just absolutely flat out dominant, 176 laps led. And the next closest guy was Kyle Larson. And the next closest guy to him was Alex Bowman. So Hendrick is going to have something. Um, I've been pretty high on Chase Elliott so far this year. He has not been as close to a victory as I uh, would have liked as far as my picks go, but I don't think that that goes away uh, anytime soon. I think he's going to have a good bounce back season. I'll say for the third time, um, but man, it's going to be tough to beat Hendrick. It seemed like last year, the Toyotas had a little bit of speed not to leave them out completely. Bubba Wallace and Christopher Bell both did have top five finishes, but there's just a cut above throughout the entire day. Um, so bearing some significant changes, I would expect when we get to talking stock bets here in a second, we're going to be talking about a lot of Hendrick Chevrolet's. Yeah, I mean, that is who is on my list. So I don't think that there's any any way to work around that. Yeah, um, we can go ahead and just jump right into it, Trey. I'll, I'll give you my pick. I'm going to go with Kyle Larson this weekend. And you got him just as the race winner. I'm seeing that right now at plus 400. So say that's pretty good value for a guy that has won here before and has shown good speed this year. Um, I'm going to stick with uh, the Hendrick team but kind of go more of the value side. Um, so we're going to go Alex Bowman, you know, yeah. finished second in Daytona, has had some good race cars, uh, has won here before with the whole uh, Kyle Busch and Alex Bowman situation. Uh, was that two years ago now? Mm -hmm. um, but I have him to finish in the top five at plus 300. Um, but I really like this one. The, to finish in the top three at plus 600, I think is a great, a great pick there. Um, Either one of those, and then plus twenty two hundred to win is is some great value. Um, but across the board, Alex Bowman's kind of the guy, guy to go to, and I'd lean towards that that top five at plus three hundred. Yeah, and and I don't disagree with you. Um, that was going to be my follow up, but I didn't. I had a feeling that that was going to be coming from you. I didn't want want to take two picks off the board, but man, sitting down there at plus two thousand on Alex Bowman, a guy that finished I either P three or P two last year. He went third to Larson. I, I just think Larson's the best driver, and I and I know that that's kind of not a hot take, and it's not a hot take to pick the favorite either. But man, I just think that he's going to be tough to beat on Sunday. But if you want to go with last year's winner that led almost every lap, he's at plus nine hundred, so you could basically double the odds in your favor if you want to go with William Byron for a guy that has won here before, has won this year. You know, has has had the pedigree, won five six times whatever it was last year so certainly not a, a bad pick there if you want to stay away from the Hendrick guys and Chevy altogether, I think that Martin Truex to win at plus a thousand it has some decent uh, odds there he's a, a guy that has run Vegas itself uh, pretty well throughout his career obviously not always in Toyota um, but he would be kind of my non Chevrolet slash Hendrick pick yeah, it's hard to even give credit to that. Uh, I mean, I mean, I think that's a good pick. But from my perspective, it's hard to pick anybody that isn't a Chevrolet. 
Um, yeah. It's just, it's just the odds are stacked against you. They just win there. I mean, it's like picking against a Toyota at Richmond. Um, when we get on these these tracks, it's hard to to break it. And I wouldn't even sleep on somebody like Kyle Busch or Ross Chastain just because I think that that Chevrolet engine is going to run better uh, than a lot of the other competitors. But um, I, I think those are some really good picks. And Alex Bowman, I th- would agree, is the highest value of anybody that we mentioned. Yeah, I, I do like when I'm making these picks, obviously picking winners is is fun to do. And you're going to get really good odds there. But I'm trying to make sure I keep uh, finding guys that, you know, you can get in their top three, top five um, to kind of give yourself a buffer that maybe they don't win. Maybe they come to a three-way uh, basic draw, a photo finish, uh, that you can still win some money there with uh, with good value, not having to spend $100 to see any kind of profit. You know, you can spend your your standard units, a 5 or $10 bet, you can still see a good a good return there. Yeah, I very much agree. And certainly while we bring it up on this show and before we kind of wrap it up, we typically conclude with our question after talking to talk best, best, we don't have a question this week, but what I'd like to do is give a shout out to all of our Twitter interactions from this past weekend. Uh, We've been doing our best to get some tweets out, especially when we're trying to promote the show or comment on the race. We love hearing back from you guys just because it's so fun to engage and get some different opinions. But as we've been very clear on, if, you have anything that you want to mention about the show or that you want to have us bring up on the show, don't be afraid to tweet it at us, put it in the DMs, and uh, we'll definitely mention what you have to say at the end of the show. So give it a shot, and uh, we really appreciate you all for listening, and uh, we'll catch you after uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm.